Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to episode three of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. On this episode, we're going to be looking at our favorite plays for Monday night in the NHL, ranging from game lines to props. We're going to cover it all. Now, as always, before we start, this is just a reminder that we are not professional gamblers and are just here to talk stats, trends, and the occasional gut feeling that we think could win us a few extra dollars. So please, always gamble responsibly. All right, let's get into the show. Gambling? Who say anything about gambling? It's not gambling when you know you're going to win. You are now tuning in to the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. Today is Monday, January 18th, and guys, a little bit different today. The head horse, David Crosby, could not join us for this episode, but I'm Stefan Leo, and I'm going to be joined by Steel Roden and Jake Carter. And guys, you guys bounced back nicely last night with your Florida picks. I wanted to be the contrarian, and who would have thought a four-goal third period was going to be what took place and took down my under six-and-a-half bet for the Florida game? Uh, I, I really thought I was in good shape. I was even going to text you guys and be like, hey, look, it's only 2-1 going into the third. And then uh, lucky I didn't say anything because I would have been eating crow relatively <laughs> quickly. But guys, tonight there's eight games on the NHL schedule. And this might be slightly biased, but I watched a lot of hockey this weekend. And that Canadian division is just full of very good young talent. Now, they might not be the most physical teams, but I think that they all like it that way. And I think it's going to make for some very exciting hockey going forward. And it's definitely some games that I'll be targeting tonight in DFS. So let's get right into it, starting with the center position. Jake, who are you looking at tonight? Yeah, Steph, I mean, you mentioned that all-Canadian division. I'm going to start things off uh, for my top-tier centerman here, Austin Matthews at $8,300. Of course, the Leafs taking on the Jets tonight should be a great matchup. Like you said, great games night in, night out across this uh, Canadian division. I mean, Matthews, you saw it. He got off to a bit of a slow start the first two games, held off the scoreboard, like you said, but he came right back on Saturday night, a goal and assist, uh, that one-timer from the high slot on the power play wound it up to 12 o'clock and just let it fly. Um, you know, great to see for Matthews, of course. And I really liked how their top line played as a whole with Matthews and Marner and Thornton uh, in that matchup. So I think he could uh, easily, you know, continue that tonight against Winnipeg. For my second tier centerman, I've got Kevin Hayes of the Flyers at $5,800. Um, you know, he had a strong open night, opening night game against the Penguins last week, a goal and an assist. He's on their second line with Giroux and Farabee. Um you know, as well as their first power play unit. So I think that Kevin Hayes could give you some good value. And then my third centerman, uh, Philip Deneau at $3,900 on the Montreal Canadiens. He did have two assists and a blocked shot, one hit as well in Saturday's win uh, over the Oilers. Um, you know, he is in a contract year. He's off to a good start. So I think that he's trying to prove himself and really trying to, you know, be good night in, night out. Um you know, it could definitely be a tougher matchup tonight against Edmonton than it was on Saturday night, but I still think he could give you some good value at 3900 bucks. Jake, I'm not sure if you're peeking at my notes because we targeted the same three teams, just a little bit of a, a different order as to what value we're looking for because I also had Austin Matthews in. You know what? 
I kind of love the narrative that Austin Matthews is playing a little bit pissed off this season. You know, you're seeing him kind of give it back a little bit in front of the net. He talked about wanting to be a little bit tougher and he took a little bit more of a serious approach. His agent came out and said that it's not fair how he's getting hacked across the front of the net and he can't really turn around and do anything about that. And he's going up against Patrick Laine, who was the second overall pick in his draft year. Someone who had a lot to say about Austin Matthews going first overall. And you saw Laine get into somewhat of a little bit of a scrap early in this year too. So maybe two superstars that kind of want to prove their worth and both of them coming out. And it could be a very exciting game. I'm expecting lots of goals between Winnipeg and Toronto tonight. So I also had Austin Matthews at 8300 bucks as my top tier centerman play. This is where we get a little bit different, Jake. I'm targeting Nick Suzuki at 5300 bucks from Montreal as my mid-level play. Nick Suzuki has been all over the ice. Montreal, and they clearly have the idea that he's going to be the guy in Montreal, I want to say down the middle of the ice, because they really haven't had an answer for that number one center position for a while. And what he's shown early has been exceptional and really off the charts all over the ice. He plays on the top power play unit. You're really seeing it work through him and Jonathan drew who maybe a spoiler alert, but he's also a pretty decent value play at the wing position. So I really like Nick Suzuki as although I don't think they're going to score Maybe five goals like they did the last time they played Edmonton. I do think it could still be a very high-scoring affair because Montreal is pretty miserable to play against defensively. So I see a lot of counterattacks opportunities, and Edmonton has showed that they're still kind of lacking on the defensive end of the puck, and their goalie situation is definitely not Carey Price. And my third centerman, my value play, is going to be Nolan Patrick at $3,700. Philadelphia, a crushing blow, losing Sean Couturier. So all the centers are just going to kind of move up in minutes, move up the depth chart. And Nolan Patrick at 3700 bucks with a Flyers team plays a very fast-paced game and has been looking very good to start this season. That's what I'm going to take as my value play. Yeah, exactly what you guys said. Austin Matthews is my highest pick for centerman as well. $8,300. And like you said, they're playing the Winnipeg Jets tonight. He's put up a goal in three points in the first three games of the season. I think he's looking to continue that trend for the Maple Leafs and putting up some more points. He has two hits, two blocks as well. And I love what I've seen from him so far. And he's been a more physical, there's been a more physical presence from him in that game. So I agree with you guys. Austin Matthews at $8,300. My mid centerman that I'm going with. I'm going over to the West Division, and I'm with the, going with Ryan O'Reilly of the St. Louis Blues. I think he's been to a very cold start so far. He's put up zero points in the first two games, but he does have seven shots, a couple of hits, and blocks. I think going up against the San Jose Sharks today, uh, uh, going up against the San Jose Sharks today, which is a weaker defense right now for $5,400 for Ryan O'Reilly, I think he's looking to lead by example and get them back in the winning column for the Blues. And again, for my low centerman, Robert Thomas from the Blues as well, $3,200 for him. I think he has two points in two games as well. Uh, he's going to put up some power play time on the second unit. And like I said, a lot of those guys on the Blues right now are looking to bounce back from that 8 no- eight nothing loss from the Colorado Avalanche. I think going up against the Sharks, like I've said, as a weaker team, and Martin Jones, who seems to not be able to stop a beach ball right now, I think those guys, any kind of guy on the Blues right now you can go with, which – you know, leads into my wingers as well. And I'll start off with my high winger, and that's Mark Stone at $7,000. $7, and they're playing the Arizona Arizona Coyotes right now. He's got a goal in four points in two games for the, for the Las Vegas Golden Knights. He's been an absolute stud, leading by example, being the first captain in franchise history as well. He has three shots, six hits. I think he's looking to put the puck on net a little bit more, and he's played really well with Max Pacioretty on the right side for him. So I think that top line... 
you pick Mark Stone if you have if if you're if you have that capital right there. Mark Stone a great pick at seven thousand, and then my mid winger, Travis Konecki. And like I said in the first episode, he's been an absolute stud for the Philadelphia Flyers, and he's going to have a big season for them. He's a big reason why they've been so dominant uh, early on in this season. He's at fifty three hundred dollars. He's put up five points in two games. He has six shots and four hits for the Flyers as well. Those those uh, points for the hits and and shots, you know, can come down to the wire. It might it might be win or loss for you uh, for for your uh, your entry and whatever little tournament you're in. And that, again, my low winger Braden Shen from the St. Louis Blues. Like I said, those Blues players are looking to bounce back from that eight nothing loss against the Colorado Avalanche. For Braden Shen at thirty six hundred dollars. He's put up zero points as well this year. I think they're looking to get him going. And if they can get on the power play, Ryan O'Reilly and uh, Braden Shen can be dominant for them. Steele, I, I like those picks. I mean, for me, for my wingers, um, I've got a, one similarity with you, but I'm going to start things off a little bit differently with my top-tier winger, Andre Svechnikov from the Hurricanes at 6800 bucks. Now, Svechnikov, three games played this season. He's got three points. Uh, Carolina's facing Nashville tonight, so um, I think that's somewhat of a weaker opponent for them. So I think just Svechnikov, you know, he's another year older, um, trying to build on his strong year last year, and I think uh, he's off to a good start so far. My mid-tier, the same thing as you, Steele. Travis Konechny, $5,300. You mentioned it, how great he's been so far early this year. Um, and I really like the potential that he brings if you if you can use him in one of your stacks with I I had Kevin Hayes earlier, Stefan had Nolan Patrick. Um, lots of options on the Flyers, Joel Farabee even, that uh, that you could stack there. So that could be a possibility. And then for my low-tier winger, I've gone with Joe Thornton at $3,900. I think that there could be some really good value here. Um, obviously, Jumbo Joe, he's a little older, 41. Uh, but he is playing on that Leafs top line. So we saw him... Uh, on Saturday night's win against Ottawa, the the nice assist he had to Marner, um, and he does, uh, you know, I, I just think he's got good value, and again, he brings you the that opportunity to, to be stacked with uh, someone like a Matthews or a Marner, Riley even, um, any of those guys that could maybe bring you some, some added points, but uh, yeah, so those are my wingers, Sveshnikov, Konechny, and Joe Thornton. Not too bad at all, guys. I love the value at the winger position. I had a tough time finding a guy in the higher tier that I even wanted to really pay up for because when I saw Johnny Goudreau at 5600 bucks, I was kind of puzzled in a sense. They're playing Vancouver, who, yes, they've been good, but they've also shown that they're kind of having some trouble on the defensive side of the puck. Johnny Goudreau's averaging 18 minutes on the ice. He has two points, a goal and an assist, and he's averaged 11.3 fantasy points per game. So he's really putting up numbers across the board. And I think Calgary's that team that yes they made some changes they got Jakob Markstrom in net but they didn't really do an overhaul to their lineup so they could be out trying to prove something because I feel like they're almost the forgotten team in this Canadian division with everybody else seemingly making all these changes to try to get better Calgary stayed kind of status quo they changed what they really needed to change and I think they could go out there tonight and really lay a beating on Vancouver so Johnny Goudreau 5600 bucks top line top power play like I said he's been doing it pretty much every everything i love him as the top pick for me and then second i have john jonathan drew at 4500 bucks i talked about how much i love nick suzuki jonathan drew is giving you basically the exact same he's at about 15 minutes on the ice he has three assists to start the season he's averaging 10 and a half fantasy points per game they're on the top power play unit together if you want to stack and you're still keeping that 
a relatively low price stack with Nick Suzuki and Jonathan Drouin. And like I mentioned with Suzuki, they're really trying to force the offense to through these two young guys. They spent a lot of capital to get Jonathan Drouin. I think people forget that, you know, the trade for Mikhail Sergachev, who is absolutely incredible for the Tampa Bay Lightning, a Stanley Cup winner now. Drouin wanted out of Tampa Bay. Montreal really needs him to kind of elevate his play. And I think Nick Suzuki is a great complement to Drouin's playmaking abilities. And then finally, I have Braden Shen Steele. Like you said, this St. Louis team got absolutely blown away eight to one, eight nothing. I don't know what it was. I stopped watching because I even <laughs> thought that St. Louis could probably win that game. And it was a very, very poor shooting poor showing from the blues but Braden Shen is averaging 18 minutes on the ice yes he has zero points but like we mentioned first power play unit he plays the big minutes and he's playing on the top line so for 3600 bucks I just think that's a, a steal now guys we're almost done that DFS talk but Jake why don't you take it away with your defenseman yeah, well, uh, thanks, Steph. And yeah, I mean, a lot of great value. You mentioned it at the winger position. I think there's some decent value at defense, too. Um, I'm going to start things off, though, with uh, surprise, surprise, another Maple Leaf. Uh, Morgan Riley, uh, I've got as my top tier D-man, $6,200. Um, I really like the start he's gotten off to this year. He's averaging over nine fantasy points per game in the three games. Um you know, he does only have just one point with that overtime winner he scored in the season opener against Montreal, but, you know, he's solid in his own end. He can contribute with shots and offense, but he's also able to, you know, you know, add add those blocks, add those uh, hits, you know, maybe not as physical as some other D-men, but I do like Morgan Riley, and like I've mentioned, you know, the, the possibilities there for him to be stacked with uh, so many other Leafs. Um, and then my mid-tier defenseman, I've gone with Matt Dumba of the Minnesota Wild. Steel, shout out to you and the Minnesota Wild. But uh, for me, you know, Matt Dumba, $4,900. Uh, he did score a goal on four shots. He had two hits on Saturday in that 4-3 overtime win against the Kings. He's averaging 15 fantasy points per game. Uh, again, it's a small sample size, only three games. But um, in that price range, I thought that Dumba really stood out to me just because of how well, he, how many points he's averaging uh, for fantasy so far this year. Uh, and I do think he has a bit more of an offensive upside compared to some of those, um, you know, some of those other D-men in his price range. And then to wrap things up for my defense, uh, my bottom tier, I went with Matthias Ekholm, $3,600 on the Predators' blue line. Um, you know, he just picked up his first assist of the year in uh, their 5-2 win on Saturday over the Blue Jackets. He plays on that second pairing with Dante Fabro and uh, on their second power play unit. So I thought that Ekholm could have some good value if Nashville can find a way to get it going against Carolina. Yeah, those are some great picks right there. And Jake, I got to agree with you at the top pick with Morgan Riley at $6,200. So I won't go into too much detail about him. But like you said, he puts up a lot of points and or he, he could put up a lot of points. He only has that one overtime goal so far this season. But I think stacking him up with Austin Matthews going up against the Winnipeg Jets could be really good for the, for the fans see tonight uh, over to my mid-tier player though I'm going to sound like a broken record right now but I'm going with Tory Krug at $5,200 of St. Louis Blues like I said they're looking for a bounce back win after that terrible loss against the Avalanche they're looking to get their top players going and Tory Krug was brought in to fill the shoes of Alex Petrangelo he's been off to a, a very cold start for him so I think tonight like I said going up against a weaker team in the San Jose Sharks can really get him going and stacking him up with guys like Ryan O'Reilly and Braden Shen, who are all on the top power play as well. If they can get that going, you never you never know how many points you're going to get from them. But over to my low tier, uh, 
low-tier defenseman. I've got Jared Spurgeon. i got another defenseman of the Minnesota Wild. He's at $3,700. And I think Minnesota has one of the most underrated defensive cores in the league. And like they, like I'm saying, they put their first two games, they played against the LA Kings. They both won it. They won 4-3 in overtime both times. Obviously, the Kings aren't the same team that they used to be. But Minnesota looks really, really good right now, even though they don't have some of those top-name players in the league. But they look really good defensively. They look really good offensively with Kirill Kaprizov uh, scoring the overtime winner in Game 1, as well as putting up three points in Game 2 as well. So you go with a guy like Jared Spurgeon at $3,700. I think they can get him going tonight. He puts up a lot of blocks and hits. And uh, that's, that's a great... That, Jared Spurgeon at $3,700 is a great price. Guys, where you guys found value and where I was saying how there was a plethora of value at the wing position at defense, <laughs> I really kind of ran into a roadblock. Now, they're not necessarily going to be value picks, but to start it off, I had Dougie Hamilton at $6,000. First power play unit in a team like Carolina where they try to run so much through the defensive side of the puck and like they have a lot of faith in their defensemen because really that is one of the keystones of their entire roster. The thing I am worried about about that game is I don't know if there's going to be a lot of goals in Carolina and Nashville. Obviously, both of these teams, yes, Carolina has a lot of promising pieces on the offensive side of the puck with Sveshnikov and Ajo, but they're not really built for depth scoring. And Nashville is really just not built for scoring, it seems like. So uh, you, you spend all your money on defense and you can kind of tell that Nashville really values that. So I'm not sure if there's going to be a lot of goals, but Dougie Hamilton at $6,000 seemed like great value for me. Then I have Ivan Provorov at 5,000 bucks. Again, first power play unit on Philadelphia. We've been saying it all episode. They have great value pieces from Nolan Patrick to Travis Konechny to Joel Farabee. And then you can have Provorov for 5,000. And I think you have a very solid group of, or a very solid stack, excuse me, of Philadelphia players. And then to finish it out, I have Rasmus Dahlin. Guys, when Rasmus Dahlin was getting drafted, first overall one thing that all these scouts said is watch out for his physical play he can really throw his body around and he loves to just be everywhere around the ice so for four thousand bucks i think that that's a great value he still plays on that first power play unit with jack eichel and taylor hall he's getting first defensive pairing minutes so i really like rasmus dahlin and i think he can do just about everything to cover the ice now Transitioning to the goalies, guys, this is where the fun kind of stops because the goalies are just so hard to pick. You know, last episode, I said that Jordan Bennington was my favorite play, and then he went out and let in eight goals. Got me some minus points, so that was kind of awesome to see. But I might be dumb, or I might just be crazy enough to where this works, and I'm going back to Jordan Bennington tonight, 8200 bucks. He's going up against the San Jose team that I don't really think has a lot of offensive weapons. They kind of struggled against Arizona. I was watching that game. They didn't really have that jump and i think that st louis like we've mentioned all episode is really going to come back and try to bounce back from that eight nothing loss so jordan bennington at 8200 bucks is a great pick and then i kind of touched on this with my defensive uh little blurb there but uh peter mrazic 50 uh 7500 to go up against the nashville team where i really don't know if where the offense is coming from i think that that could be a great goalie pick as well steel what do you have for your goalies Stefan, I love Jordan Bennington. I know he struggled last week, but I think it's a great pick this week. Like I said, they're going up with San Jose Sharks. But I've actually got a different goalie that I'm going with. And you're not going to find a mid to low tier goalie at all for, for fantasy leagues. These guys are ranked high up in price. And I've got Carter Hart at $8,400. Two games, two wins this season. He's been phenomenal for the Philadelphia Flyers. I can't stress that enough how talented this young man is. 
He's been an absolute stud for them the entire year and last year as well. 62 saves on 67 shots, 925 save percentage. You have to go with Carter Hart. Buffalo, they look really good. They're going to put up a lot of shots. I think Carter Hart's going to be there to make those saves. And then, again, I'm going with Peter Mrazek as well, $7,500. There's not going to be a lot of goals in this game. He had that shutout in the first game against the Detroit Red Wings. Unfortunately, he comes back in the second game and loses to them. Uh, 4-2, I believe, but Peter Morasic, again, absolute stud for the Carolina Hurricanes. And at $7,500, why not go not, not why not why go with Peter Morasic? Well, Steele, I really like uh, th- those picks for you for, for uh, between the pipes, and I have to agree with you. I'm going to go with Carter Hart uh, for uh, my number one goalie, $8,400. Um, can you tell there's a bit of a trend today for me for uh, not only Maple Leafs, but also Philadelphia Flyers, I think, for all of us. Um, but, hey, I mean, I think that's going to happen some days, especially with stacks and the matchups and things like that. But you mentioned it, Steele. I think just up top with the goalies, um, you're not going to find a lot of value just because even the backups a lot of times are, are rated um, you know more expensive depending on the matchups and, and things like that. So I went with Carter Hart like you. Um, I, I think uh, he's a great option, especially going up against Buffalo. And you mentioned it, how great of a, a year he's had to start um, in those two games. And uh, for me, at number two, uh, it could be a little bit more of a risky pick, but I went with Carey Price at $7,600. I, I think that for Price, you know, he it could go one of two ways up against Edmonton. I think that you could see a game like Saturday night where uh, where Edmonton, you know, didn't really have it and, and Price was there to shut the door. Or it could just be an all-out Oilers explosion with McDavid and Dreisaitl and, you know, all of their weapons that they have. So, uh, Price... You know, I thought I'd throw him in there just because you never know. He's a world-class goalie. He's really good, obviously, but it could be a little more risky because of the Edmonton Oilers and, and sort of how unpredictable they are. But, Steele, I'll throw it back to you. Uh, you wanted to say something about the utility spots. Yeah, just with the utility spots, and this adds up with more stacking with sort of the players that I've picked with uh, with my DraftKings lineup here. And I'm going with Mike Hoffman at $4,500. I think if, you know, if you have that remaining... Uh, available cap space left. You go with a guy like Mike Hoffman. And like I said, if you're picking guys uh, in that stack, like Ryan O'Reilly and Braden Shen, as well as Tory Krug, he's going to be playing on the top unit, uh, top power play unit as well. All of those guys that I just mentioned are on the top power play unit. Mike Hoffman looking to get going with Braden Shen. They're on the same line on the second, second line as well for the St. Louis Blues. And I, I know I'm sounding like a broken record right now, but they're looking to bounce back after that eight nothing blow loss to the Colorado Avalanche, and I think Mike Hoffman with that shot that he has, you got to go with him for the utility spot. All right, Steele. Well, it's time to put your money where your mouth is. We are done with the DFS talk. It is now the time for the breakout bets of the day, guys. Lots of games to pick from. Lots of juicy lines. Steele, if you don't say the St. Louis Blues, I'm seriously going to question everything you said today. But I'm just, unless you can present something that's a little <laughs> bit better for me. So, what do you got? What are you betting tonight, Steele? Don't worry. That's exactly what I'm going with. I'm going with the St. Louis Blues on the puck line at, at minus one one point five. And the odds for that are plus 140 for them. I think, like we've talked about all, all podcasts here, you're going up against a San Jose Sharks team that has just not looked great defensively. I know on paper they look amazing, but defensively they can't seem to get things going. They can't get the puck out of their zone. Martin Jones can't stop a beach a beach volleyball if he wanted to. He couldn't hit water if he jumped out of a boat. Let's just say that. 
it, it's just they have not been great defensively. They have a lot of talent up front, but they're just not they're not getting those they're not capitalizing on those scoring chances. You have to go St. Louis Blues on the puck line, and then just to add a quick little one. I'm going Toronto, the Toronto uh, Maple Leafs, and the Winnipeg Jets at over six and a half goals. The odds for that are uh, minus one ten. You will just make under double your money for whatever you bet. So it's still close to doubling your money, but I think at those odds, with the talent that both teams have, as well as how Frederick Anderson has been playing, he's been he's been allowing a lot of goals in. I think over six and a half goals, you got to go with that. Steele, those are some interesting bets. I, I, I really like them, though. I really do. I, I think that that uh, Leafs-Jets over has a good chance just because uh, we've seen a lot of overs hit um, in, in that Canadian division so far this year. It's too bad uh, David Crosby's not here because he's a real big fan <laughs> of uh, uh, of the over-unders, and, and he's had actually a, a good amount of success so far early in this year. But um, I'm someone so far that has not had as much success. So for me, um, I'm going to go with, uh, to start things off, the Flyers, uh, the puck line uh, at minus one and a half, uh, plus 150 odds. I I really like this Flyers matchup. I talked about it in my DFS, obviously, uh, with the stacks and things like that going up against Buffalo. Um, So I've got the Flyers uh, covering there. And then a little extra one I threw in, I've got the Islanders money line against the Bruins at plus 110. Um, this one, I think, maybe could be a little bit more risky because now the Flyers don't have their number one, or sorry, the uh, Islanders don't have their number one goalie in Semyon Varlamov, and uh, they have uh, Ilya Sorokin. So that could go one of two ways, I think. I I just haven't been impressed with the Bruins so far this year against New Jersey, and they just they haven't looked the same to me without David Pasternak. Steele, I know you and I were talking about this a couple days ago off the podcast, but... Um, so that's why I decided to go with the Islanders' money line, um, you know, just uh, in case they can pull one out tonight against the Bruins. Jake, don't sleep on the KHL goalie of the year, <laughs> Ilya Sorokin, buddy. I'm actually very excited to see what Sorokin does, but first-game NHL jitters are still first-game NHL jitters, which is why my best bet of the night is the actually taking the over 5.5 between Boston and the Islanders. That's at plus 100. I think it's only a matter of time between Mar- before Marshawn and Bergeron kind of go for an offensive explosion. And the Islanders can very well answer the bell with Anders Lee and Matt Barzell. And I think these two teams match up very well against each other. And because of that, I think it could be a very competitive game. And five and a half is just, it's almost too low for me. I really think this game could have been a flat six or even a six and a half. And, but since these teams both got off to a bit of a shaky start, I think they were a little bit undervalued, but I think this game definitely goes over five and a half. And steal for my little side sprinkle, I also took St. Louis minus one and a half at plus 140. I do think the Blues bounce back. I think they're too good of a team to kind of rest on their morals after what happened against Colorado. But that's all we have for you on this episode of the Breakout Fantasy Hockey and Gambling Podcast. If you haven't yet, go and follow us at BreakoutHKY underscore pod on Instagram and Twitter. And make sure you're subscribing to the podcast so you don't miss an episode.